They told me I did too many air horns last episode. So you started out with it. So that's how you started. Okay. <laughs> we back. Marky Misfits. What episode is this? You just told me. 17. I was going to say 16. See, that's why that's, that's why we got you here, Ryan. Well, we got everybody here. We got episode 17. We got a Selmatine.5 yeah. coming too. Yes. Marky Misfits. That's what we're going to do. Half sizes from now on. Half sizes for half, half size episodes. We're working on our snackable content, you know. <laughs> right. I've been vibing to this song all week. I've, been, I've never heard this song before. It's that old school Prince. Okay. Oh, yeah. So what's the matter with your life? It's that underdog music. <laughs> oh, yeah, bad underdog. <laughs> So I played this song. I played this song for my girl, and uh, she was like, "I don't know this song." And I was like, "Let me look it up. See, see what it hit. It hit number eight on the top ten charts in 1982." Wow. Okay. And it was Prince's, I think, like seventh top ten single in the last two years at that time. Shit. So he's just showing up. Showing oh, they were rocking. Yeah, that's good. You better start saying my woman instead of my girl. She's gonna fuck you up. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I have no idea what to say. Didn't, didn't we talk about this? We know you're talking about. We definitely talked about We this. talked about this at least three episodes in, or three episodes across the and episodes. It might have been lost tapes, though. And, and you guys, like been. her, will learn that I never learned. That's true. <laughs> She's gonna say, You're gonna learn today. <laughs> right. That's a tweet right there. <laughs> Oh man, I, I feel like this song came out like around the time like crack just dropped. <laughs> Shit, that that was your favorite reference. That was. <laughs> right, I was gonna say that's so like L.A. just had a situation all over the news. It did started then. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I saw um, an Instagram post related to our last episode. It said, "Damn, it's just a chicken sandwich." I hate for social media to be out when crack hit the scene. I did oh see my that. God. I did <laughs> see that. I did see that would be that would be terrible. <laughs> As crazy as that is, it did make me laugh. It was kind of like, Damn, <laughs> that would have been wild. Oh, Twitter so would have been on fire. But I mean, I mean, again, I feel like our college experience, too, would have been crazy with social media. Yeah. I don't even know what that's like. I can't relate to any of that. I know. It's kind of for, it's for the better, though. It's like breaking news. I know. I love I know. Yeah. Y'all should listen to this song, though. Prince, Pop Life. Um, that's what it's called, Pop Life? Pop Life, man. It's about living that Pop Life. He, 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 gets in, he gets in his bag. I can't relate to that, but I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Marketing Misfits, episode 17 with a 17.5 to come. Um, Mike Summers. Stu Cornelius. Dave Smith. Ryan Chappelle. Joel Paulino. Oh, man. You may have heard some. Came some, on strong. There you go. I know. You came like, this is my podcast. <laughs> right. I was going to say. I was like, who podcast is it? Found a member. B was good. Dig it. Oh, man. It don't Oh, we, we, we did replace one to minute. Right. I was going to say, we did replace one to minute. We did. Yes, we missed you. I was like, well, we did. Sorry, yes, but we, we found a good replacement. Only for in now. New York, man. Can't get rid of us. <laughs> Only in New York, yeah. <laughs> Only in New York. If you were somewhere find. else, you would not find another Dominican for miles. <laughs> that's true. New York is that it's a staple here, you know what I'm saying? That's wild. That's wild. Um I, I'm actually super excited about today's episode. Um so we we've been trying to give you some new bags. Um I, I feel like everybody in this room knows some special people, so we want to invite start inviting more special people onto the pod. Um so today we're going to get into a nice, what do you call it, beverages, spirits? What, what's the category called? Drink. Wine and spirits. Beer. Wine and, yeah. Fun. Wine and spirits. I mean, just fun. name the spirit. 
They wine, drank. cider, drink. Oh, okay. I'm Beverage. That, I'm not saying drink at work, though. But oh, okay. Bed, okay. I'm, yeah. I'm in a safe space right now. This is the drink space. episode. This is, a, this is a safe space. Safe space for all you guys. Yeah, safe-ish. Um, <laughs> all right. So, so we, we, we have um, two uh, very, very special guests um, on the pod. Uh, Joel. Yeah. What's up? Uh, uh, Joel, kick, kick off a little bit about yourself real quick. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Joel, uh, marketing director at Anheuser-Busch. And... Um, I just, you know, I'm here. I, there's a ton of awesome products on this table, mm-hmm. and we're going to have a blast today talking about some some fun and some good stuff. What, what, what products we got on the table? Why, why are you shouting it out? Oh, man. You know, um, we got some Bud Light Platinum ready for the nighttime. Okay. And, uh, oh. Yeah. Shout out translation. <laughs> beverage, beverage partners, this is where your ad goes. <laughs> right. Oh, right. Insert brew for the night. And then I got my <laughs> counterpart over here um, yes. who brought some some other good stuff. Yeah, he don't want to talk about these, honey. <laughs> 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 yeah, y'all definitely like the blood and the crits for real. <laughs> right. It's all good. Uh, so Dave Smith here, um, brand manager at Heineken USA. Um, to continue Joel's speech, we have some Lagunitas on the table. We have some Bohemia. We have some Bitter Moretti. And we also have some Tiger bringing the global flavor. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sipping the Tiger. The Tiger's really nice. I'm not it's even good. a beer guy. It's light. But yeah, it's, it's it's actually really nice. You got a nice spectrum. That Lagunita is a bust your head, though, if you had too many of them. Oh, yeah. That's what it has. It has like, I mean, what's, what's her name? Oh, okay. It's I'm so working like on that. Something like that? It's high. It's up there. 7.5. 7.5. Okay. Eight, eight. I rounded yeah, up. That is, that <laughs> is that a, that's an aggressive night. Three yeah. of those to get you right. And then, of course, we have um, our, our regular fan favorite, uh, Ryan, who just came from Hennessy, who's going to be. Yes. Yeah. Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. Give him an update, Ryan. Go on, give him an update, man. The people want to know. Flex on him. No, yeah, since uh, Mike always jokes around, I'm always looking for a job. Um, I so happen to. Always. I'll be, I'll be <laughs> like, always. man. <laughs> always. I, I happen to came across a great opportunity. Um that I uh, interviewed with one of our, our classmates, actually. Um, and everything, stars aligned and everything. So I recently left Hennessy. I was a brand manager um, over there working on Hennessy Black and Hennessy VS. Um, here we actually have Hennessy VSOP, mm-hmm. $65 bottle. It's a little bit more fancier. No, oh, okay. Even tones. For the bougie blacks. Uh, for, the bougie, for the bougies. And also uh, resonates over indexes with uh, Hispanics, actually. Really? Ooh. Yes. I can see that. Um, with, with I, my homies that be drinking Chivas out there. <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> Hispanics. <laughs> Shivers. Latinx, all of, them, all of the above. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, recently I'm um, leaving and going to Spotify to lead uh, Welcome to Tech, brother. music marketing for urban and Latin. There you go. Oh, Super for, for blacks and the Hispanics. Get all, get them all. Okay. Group them all together. We're going to ride this thing to the wheels fall off. Yeah, but, I was um, playing Mark there, Anthony in the office earlier, bro, before I came in here. <laughs> there man. you go. Rocking. There we go. That's what if I'm there's about. ever a situation where they say put all the blacks and all the Hispanics here, Y'all need to get the fuck out of It's called Washington Heights, bro. <laughs> yeah. what, are you, what, are you, oh. what are you talking about? The best time. The best time. It's called La Marina, bro. Oh, what are you oh, talking no. about? All summer. No, no, I mean, Marina does go live. I mean, what? if they guide you there. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's, that's fair. You go the other direction. Yeah. yeah. They say, if they say I need all my blacks and Hispanics I'm here, walking the white line. I'm like, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all about to get something good. I don't like this. Uh-uh, uh, I don't like this at all. Oh, my God. Um... All right, man. So, so we want to get in the bag. Um, before we just kind of just just jump in, um, so this will be a drink episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have a part one, part two. Our first episode will be kind of focused on, I think, just things that are kind of top of mind for you guys. Um, and the, the second episode will be focused a little bit more on kind of um, the experiential part of it. Um, so, jump again. What is top of mind? Trends that are going on? What's driving the category? What's what's the swag these days? So I can take that one, Mike. 
Um, so currently, specifically at Heineken, I'm working on beer as well as cider. Um, but neither of those are popping right now. What is popping are seltzers. Mm. Hard water, seltzers. Yeah, the white cl- cap. Uh, white claw. White claw. And yeah. then what is it? I have a, a phrase, something... Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws or something like that. It's yeah. all some it's real catchy. bro. It's yeah, it's, bro it's the, yeah, it's Montauk. Real Montauk. Real, literally, uh, my coworker told me that she was on holiday on Labor Day weekend, and they were selling buckets of it in the club along with yep. getting your bottles of alcohol. Yep. Stop it. Wow. wow. Dead ass. There was like a shortage of it, wasn't there? Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. So all that said, you know, within marketing, you are consistently trying to compete against uh, those in your category, but- Seltzers are putting us in a position to try to compete with something that is totally different from you. Mm-hmm. Right. And we all have been in situations at work where they may feel as though your product can compete. Um, but frankly, like they're just winning on different value propositions than what we have. Um, so it's scary. Um, but also it could fizzle out and be, you know, Zima. Is it, is Damn. Did they just recently, did they recently do a, um, <laughs> didn't a seltzer brand do an ad at Super Bowl? That was yeah, the mermaid yeah. joint. That was, yeah, that was, that was uh, bon, 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 bon and Viv bon, from, from bon Anheuser yeah, yeah. Busch. Yeah, yeah, so we, we've been in the game for for some time, you know. Um, but you know, to your point, White Claw kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. it was like unexpected. Nobody yeah. saw it. Um, but it kind of reminds me back when you know when I was in college and Four Loco came out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Four, Four Loco came out of nowhere. That was and a shooting star. Everybody, off. yeah, <laughs> like, that thing was crazy. So, question is 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 the seltzer alcohol category is something I only hear from my white friends. Are black people or Hispanic people drinking it too, or is it just a? Is well, that's a question I have for both that and yeah. beer. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd say you know, for Hispanics, if you're hanging out with the general market crowd, um, you're starting to drink and you want to assimilate to that crowd, mm-hmm. that vibe, mm-hmm. and yeah, you start to drink it, you start to consume it. And even in you know my birthday barbecue. You know, some of my friends started bringing bringing that stuff in. I'm like, no, no, you can't. yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is beef, yo. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel when people just be talking on Facebook all the time, bro. Oh, man, competitors, man. man, it's rough out here. Leave it out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Michael come to a damn meeting and have a, a Facebook pop socket on his phone. Like I'm not just sitting here. I do two podcasts with this guy, so you know, whatever. But I, I agree with that in terms of that competitive nature and it's weird because you have these like flanker brands that come out of nowhere mm-hmm. like the montauk beer that that you know branding is super simple and just it's regular beer it's nothing really special to it but um it's how do you how do you view differentiation in terms of like how they segment their audiences towards like their target audience like what's the determining factor for that yeah yeah i mean uh good question i mean i think at the end of the day it kind of always comes down to like the the brand personality and mm-hmm. and I personally think that you can't really follow trends quickly and change the essence of the brand that you're leading and that you're managing. Yeah. Uh, but you got to stay relevant, and you have to find ways to connect with these consumers that are, you know, looking to try new things. And that's kind of like the bit a big trend that I'm seeing is that people are now going to the grocery store, and it's not just like I want to get the same thing that I'm always picking up for my weekend. It's Word. like, oh, what's the new thing? What's the oh, can I impress people with maybe like, yeah, oh, look at this flavor. Yeah. It's kind of like music. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, people always want to put someone on. I, I kind of liken it to that, too. That's cool. Yeah, it, to Joel's point, like, when I first got on, you learn about drinking uh, beer within repertoires. Mm-hmm. So, I essentially, you, that question, you yeah. come into the space knowing that people have at least 12 beers in their repertoire. Mm. So whether it's a lager or a sour or whatever mm-hmm. it is, and you are trying to get that share mm-hmm. of it. Um, to that point about companies adapting and me being on cider and trying to fight seltzer, you will also see 
whether it's uh, Stella Cedra yep. or other cider companies, mm-hmm. they are now doing spritzers, mm-hmm. which is essentially the same thing. So yep. utilizing those economies of scale, utilizing, you know, just that association with the consumer. But once again, you're just chopping a pie up into those minuscule pieces when you start doing that. So, economies of scale. So question, and this, <laughs> and this is a, a bit for you, Ryan, and getting in, in the trend bag. And this goes into like I guess like the process of making a beer versus making a liquor. Can 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 hard compete with um, beer in the same way from trends and being able to adapt that quickly? Can you mean like hard cider? You mean like hard uh, alcohol? I, hard alcohol. Oh, I, I didn't know. What I was that, like, what you, I know. I'm like, what are you saying? <laughs> when you sell uh, hard, yeah, yeah, what are you talking about? Call for You saying can liquor compete with like beers and stuff? Right from from a from an aspect of. Um, being adapting flexible. to trends yeah. and being very quick to adapt to those trends because it seems like the seltzer mm. trend you can you can mm, brew yeah. up something real quick it seems like yeah, yeah. Li- yeah. literally yeah. that's that's what they can do that i yeah. mean the ability that they have to create new products so a lot of what most cbg brands like more s- s- typical cbg brands because i'm liquor is not that yeah is that they're able to create a repertoire create <laughs> extensions of flavors d- differentiation type type of brews type of processes they can set those up quickly and to their point they're probably competing on like repertoire to that point so our like share of repertoire share of um basket those kind of things they're competing on versus spirits the world that i just came from um they go deeper down into the culture of their brand essence and their brand codes and bring those to life through cultural lenses, whatever it may be. So for Hennessy, it's obviously like in hip hop culture, like mm-hmm. activating against that. So that's their way in um, that a lot of comp- a lot of other marks can't replicate unless there's in the same category. So like cognac brands like Martell and those things they can co- kind of tap into that, but um, not to the, I think the degree that Hennessy's been able to do it. I got two questions. I guess one's a comment and one's a question. Yeah. The the first comment is like it seems like. Liquor brands, for the most part, are kind of stodgy and, like, old. Like, they remind me more of, like, newspapers <laughs> because it's hard. Like, they keep they take the same product and they just reposition it Yeah, I mean, think, like, Hen- Hennessy you know has over, like, it's over 256 years old. Right. So it's, like, know? it's worked for that long. We not we may change the messaging, yeah, but, the messaging, like, messaging, the product is the same. So, yeah, the product never cha- the product never changes for the most part. Like, I think Hennessy, Hennessy Black is the latest Mark and Hennessy. I know Hennessy very well since I was on the brand, but yeah. um, it came out in 2009. Right. So, like, that's the latest that they've ever, in terms of release. I product. remember when that so, came out. I was still in college. Yeah, yeah so, like, in a, yeah, like innovation pipeline in, like, spirits doesn't really exist. But how, you can do it but a little bit, but not as much like spirits. You can't really do it. But how different is this to, like, flavored vodkas? So you're 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 worried about I'm so all, so, one of the Ciroc, so yeah, I ain't yeah. worried about nothing. <laughs> no, I, was, I mean if, if I was if I was in the brand you're about spirits, Ciroc. right? <laughs> yeah, you're worried about uh, share for the most part. So share from like Ciroc to a Hennessy like cultural brand to another. You're worried about that. Yeah, you're also worried about um, repeat purchase. So like I'm worried about making sure that people are maintaining their affinity towards and they're maintaining their um, purchasing of. Yeah, because Hennessy like spirit. Hennessy like tied. Like yeah, my granddaddy drank Hennessy. My dad drank. Hennessy, you gonna drink Hennessy? Hennessy, Hennessy. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know, but it does have that kind of brand affinity. It's like Crown mm-hmm. Royal in the South. Like people are right. feel really staunch. They're staunch purple supporters. Bags, yeah, everywhere. purple bags everywhere. Like from holding coins to right. to keys. Like, I mean, and, th- and you got to think about it too. Like the amount of cases I'm selling of spirits is n- is like a fraction of what so, these two oh yeah. dudes are moving the, the, in terms scale, of like weight for sure yeah it's like so, what you guys I don't know if you guys can share your scale but like I was just about to say well, not to cocaine. that point I was actually about to, to not, yes <laughs> sorry <laughs> not cocaine <laughs> pushing weight um, <laughs> no weight no kilos <laughs> no but in, my, I was actually going to put the question back on you so for example like for me 
to simplify the frequency, right? Like, ideally, I would want a consumer to purchase, call it a 24-pack every week or just some sort of basic. college. Whereas, how soon could you expect someone to purchase a Dave new Dave wants to ruin your life. I'm yeah, drinking basically. that with people in the household. It's multiple beers. <laughs> oh, it's a big-ass okay. household. Drink responsibly, Mike. Uh, all the kids drink. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I like if, I have so, if I have a household buying one case of product, <laughs> that'd be like nuts. Um, that's, that's a rough awesome. house. <laughs> um, no, like it's like usually like uh, we look at uh, purchases per month, I believe. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, and so, you know, the idea is to maintain it or increase it by like one or something like that. But but it, it but the frequency increases during like summer months, per, like for example. Well, it depends right? on or, the brand, right? Like, a right, bar, like right, right. Hennessy, we probably look at it. It, it probably is going to be over over indexing during the wintertime. Well, of course. It keeps, warms, it's warms your heart. Yeah, yeah, warms, yeah. warms your heart. For sure. Um, but you also have to think about in terms of the difference between like beer um, <clears throat> and a certain degree of uh, champagnes and stuff, they're able to produce however much they want. Right. I have to produce my amount based in, on forecast, like, based, based no, on forecast, but year aging, right? So oh, aging plays a that's huge right. that's in supply. In terms of differences, right? So just differences in the type of products um, that are created, and how they're created, and how it maintains support. Um, Hennessy ages from anywhere from four years upwards to ten years, depending mm-hmm. on what um, type of Hennessy you talk about. So that means we have to plan a budget of product for a year. That you know, XO man, yeah, like you have to plan. Like I'm going to sell this many, and it has, to, and like it can fluctuate in between. You know, France kind of tells us what yeah. you know they got on stock on reserve and stuff, but you know you have to really plan to that year versus they can they can chug out however much beer they want. That's an annoying yeah. supply chain management it's issue to deal with. It's, 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 it's <laughs> almost chain is fucked up. Yeah, it that almost you can't crazy. manage it. You almost can't manage it. So yeah, like, that was something. But that then was I mean, I think for for beer, a, a big challenge or issue is that you know it's a completely natural product, and you mm-hmm. need to rely on. The sources of rice and yep. hops that and come in, and, yeah. yeah, and you need and to adjust water. some of the thing and water exactly, <laughs> yep. and you need to de- deliver the beer consistently. Yeah. So that same taste over yeah. time, yeah. and the farms and all of the the things that happen in the environment they change every single year. So that's something that. So beer is like McDonald's and. And Hennessy and hard liquor no, no, is like no, 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 it's no, like no, no. <laughs> so, wait hold on blow the horn blow the horn wait wait no, 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 no. it's like Chick Fil A no. while we're getting into that <laughs> and, and, and Joel's not prepped at all for this one how much can we get into this this whole war that happened over the Super Bowl Ooh. <laughs> wait, now, wait you're gonna have to use Google <laughs> everything's on Google my friend. Oh, Hey, I'll, sp- I'll speak on it. Wait, 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 back up, back up. Wait, Mike, t- talk about what happened at the Super Bowl because I don't remember. Uh, you don't remember? I don't remember. No, it was uh, uh it was the Miller Light that came out, and they had uh, the whole. They, it, was, it was just a lot of hate. Uh, like Bud Light was the aggressor. Was Bud Light the aggressor? Bud Light was the aggressor. The king of beers, man. It was Bud Light. Bud Light was the aggressor, it's, it, and that's the that's a, that's the thing in itself. Of it blend together, but but they had many commercials coming for them. I remember one that was um, I would say Game Thrones in um, mm-hmm. Games of Thrones in of epic, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit <laughs> 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 you with the Odysseus one time <laughs> um, of one uh, of one brewer kind of coming by and, and delivering some some. Um, Miller Lite, I think they were delivering, and That's yeah, they were delivering the Miller Lite, and they were like, "No, nah, we don't. That ain't that ain't for us." And I don't know. It was something about the what was it? The I mean, carbs. Google.com. Google.com. So, so, so I'm not gonna make was Joel it the carbs? go through it, and I also cannot speak on it all the, <laughs> intelligently myself. But I will say this. So I don't know, Joel. Do you get beer business daily? 
Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So that there, drives a lot of conversation. So there <laughs> is a daily periodical that we get in the beer industry. Um, oh, okay. Beer Business Daily is literally what it's called, or uh, Beer Market Marketers, Marketers Insights, yeah. or something along those lines. So essentially, that aggregates whatever the top news story is for the day. So most recently, the headline I saw was along the lines of ABI has now been asked to stop that. There was a C and D. I do remember there was that a cease and desist. Yeah. Correct. So that Be- is, uh, can you break down his uh, acronyms at ABI? C. Oh, excuse me. Anheuser Busch and Beth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then the C. What? What'd you call it? Cease and desist. C and D. Yeah. But essentially, <laughs> so that means that they need to remove any reference of you know this whole corn syrup thing from packaging uh-huh. as well as me being petty. So stop being disrespectful. Correct. Yeah. Man. Keep my name out your, your motherfucking mouth. Right. mouth. Keep it out your mouth. Competitive <laughs> advantage, man. This is, that's trash, yo. That's like battle rappers yeah. going and be like. Chill. That's like that's like, Drake going, that's, like, that's like Drake going to uh, <laughs> so your man Jay Prince, dog. That's exactly what that is. But oh. to, but hold on. But one last thing to that effect. I'm not a lawyer, but they were asked to stop. <laughs> thank, thank you for verifying. They were asked to now stop whether or not they due will. to the fact that it is false. Oh, so the statements aren't necessarily mm. okay. True. Is that right, man? <laughs> no. uh, Do you want to speak on Google.com? ABI is a, good, uh, is a big man. partner Ooh, I like, Twitter, I like too. having com- 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 competitors in the room. It's so, fun. So, I, I want to get into y'all's... Um, <laughs> we going to get Diageo here to bust your ass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, will do no, they will do no such we, thing. We're going to get Apple Music in here. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I'm not ready yet. I ain't, look, I just started now. Give me 90 days. <laughs> get my startup. Um, uh, I want to get into the bag of... Um, so, so I, I come from CPG... Um, Stu comes from that sounds disgusting. I don't want to say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it does. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds terrible. Uh, I'm totally media publisher side. <laughs> yeah. Turn up broadcasting Hulu yeah. Twitter. Stu is Mr. Twitter, that's for God's sake. But what I want to say is like mm. in, in the spaces we operate in, we tend to have um, a set number of competitors. Mm-hmm. Um, so even like social media, I mean you have like three, four, five, you count them on your hands who, yeah. who, who your real big dogs are. And getting drunk. Or <laughs> having a good time. Maybe you're not promoting getting drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. Yeah. So there's many beverages to drink. So I just kind of want to know how you guys kind of think about that in in a a, seg- a category that's saturated. S- yeah, seems super saturated, super segmented. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's an awesome, an awesome question. And I mean, I think it kind of comes down to who, where you think the growth opportunity is and, mm-hmm. and focusing and thinking about that particular consumer, who they care about. And if you can identify the one or two places that are kind of taking, taking your pie, stealing your share, mm-hmm. uh, then that's where you just you focus on and you do all the, all the activities. You build your plan around that because if you start paying attention to the thousands of, of products that are out there, then you know, you'll get lost in the weeds, especially when you're on – you know, big brands and, and, and big companies, it, it, you can very quickly kind of... Yeah, lose get, your way. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. lose your way for sure. Yeah, to that point, Mike, basically how I would sum up what you asked for is how do you take share of stomach, which is a term I first used, like... Share, first of learned, share of stomach. Because share of I was going to say share of throat. I don't remember which share, one it was, but... Share, share of throat sounds Paul's word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stomach don't sound that much better. I know, better. it doesn't sound <laughs> much better. It's but, all bad. But. But, but to that point, it's not... You say share of stomach because it's not truly share of category because anybody yeah. who's shrinking, That's literally this, yeah. down to... Sprite. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, Joel pretty much summed it up. Like you got to pick your battles and you have to go hard in that. What's challenging is growing a business. And yeah. the top-down view that executives have, 
and why aren't we doing this fast enough? I just saw this on the news the other day. Why aren't we doing this? And it's just like, frankly, you can't keep up that way. I got a question because this is like I used to be a really big beer drinker. Like I used to be into it. Like I was a big craft beer person. How has that changed the traditional market? Right. Because it's been when you think about, you know, Gillette and Dollar Shave Club, like those disruptors within the beer industry and cider industry for that matter. Like how do you guys adapt aside from like the regular mergers and acquisition? Like how do you guys kind of adapt your strategy to, to combat that? Well, the first thing is, so I would say craft beer had its boom and bust. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, it did. It had it had an official bus. Right. Thing. Yeah. That was I the mean, last I would I would trend. say no, yeah, exactly. Well, teach us about the bus because I, I, I don't. Yeah, we don't so know. I mean, teach us about the ascension and then the bus. So I would want Joel to speak on it more intelligently if he could in terms of the bus because mm-hmm. I'm I'm making an assumption. <laughs> but <laughs> but for me, you know, obviously we all saw the boom, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, whether it was started with Boston Beer Company, yep. and Sam Adams, and yep. that becoming a broad, large producer. Yep. Um, I would say the bust essentially happened when when the market proliferation got too much, right? Yeah. Like it's too much for the paper towel, if you will. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. it cannot hold all these mm. different producers. But to that effect, you are now also seeing while beer is down, mm-hmm. craft beer is down, um, craft ciders are up and mm. and general market cider is down. So what you're seeing is still this desire for a local connection. And that's pretty much what I what I gained it to. And even me, like as someone who works for a large beer brewer, when I go to a different country, a different Absolutely. state, I'm drinking local. Yeah, yeah. And it's just really just an education. Aspect. I mean, well, I think like, that's yeah. interesting because, like, uh, in spirits, uh, Tito's. I think the lo- your I think your local connection thing is spot on. Like, a lot of uh, consumers within spirits are just looking for a local connection. Tito's is like the only thing growing in uh, the vodka category. Yeah, and I mean, I think, you know, it craft had explosive growth, and I don't think it's such, so much of a bust. I think now it's kind of like ha- it has Tape its it place. Yeah. It has its place. There's still people that go to those those trusted breweries, and they have their own place. But, but is that know, taking chair? Uh, no, no. I mean, at this point, it's kind of like it's just it's leveled out. out. Yeah, yeah. If they haven't been bought already. Oh, that's yeah. great. And yeah, and I would say that is well, literally the other part of all, it. Yeah, the, yeah they the got M&A bought. Part, yeah. Okay. And shut down. <laughs> like everything else. Um, one, one, one more bag I want to get into before this episode um, concludes. Um, it's kind of the it's marking misfit, so we gotta get in the race. Um, <laughs> the the, the, the right. just the, the the racial dynamics of the category. I mean, um, yeah, I mean it, we, we have a few people here. I think um, Joel. I know you've you've worked on some. Um, Hispanic oriented brands, Latin, yeah, yeah, Hispanic, yeah, yeah. Latinx, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I, I also would like to clarify which do you prefer, Latinx, yeah, that the, the whole. That's Hold a, on, wait. I thought Latinx. you said. I thought you said Hispanic Oriental. I was like, bro, what? Hispanic oh. Oriental. That's the wrong podcast. That'd been wild. That'd been wild. No, no. I was trying to decide exactly what it was, but um, and then Hennessy is is a. So I just want to I just want to get the dynamics of you know the category how you guys think about race in the category um, no yeah go for it yeah 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 for sure I mean I have like an awesome gig because Hispanics are the ones that are drinking more beer yeah. out of all of the different consumers in the U S yeah. Hispanics are the ones that are drinking more beer Mexican so. beer is the only beer I want to say the only category what's well, gonna be the subcategory of beer that's growing right now right? yeah what's in yeah, that yeah, ca- yeah, is that Tecate yeah. and what else? Mexican beers. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so, so Dos Equis, Bohemia, 
I actually no, that wasn't that's that DR. That's DR. Okay, yeah. okay. and that's yeah. the real. And, and and when I was asking about the Hispanic piece, that's the, that's the question I really had. Like, is it a Mexican beer or is it a Hispanic beer? Yeah, I mean, I have, I, have, I, have, I have a strong, strong point of view, and I think I mean it's really brands that connect with their culture. There you go, and like. Automatically, people kind of land on, oh, that has to be from their country of origin. Blah, blah, blah. Like, no. Nah, it's they, they, they naturally connect with their culture because that's where they come from. Right. But if you're a brand that figures a way to do it, then they're going to they're gonna gravitate to you. So. Yeah. That's yeah. real. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's but Dos Equis is a part of Portfolio. Who's that? Who's no, that? no, that's me, bro, bro. That's you, right? Okay. That's you. Yeah. H-U-S-A. Yes, sir. Respect. But no, honestly, we neither of us are can't say we are representing the the current killer in the market which is constellation i was gonna yeah. say yeah they they invested in weed too they corona so what you got corona pacifico mm-hmm. victoria modello is that land shark too or something else or no not land sharks with us that's the job um okay. but they did buy um what's the joint out of um san diego i had someone i was over there i can't think of it. the name escapes me but they I don't mean, have modello right they, they do, yeah. They do. Okay. Yeah. okay. But yeah. Dello is currently the largest beer in California. Yeah. Been that way That's for a while. Hit. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. They're yeah. in a multicultural bag, is what you're saying. I can't even say that. I don't know. But I, they, they are. They are, are in their. <laughs> they are in their execution bag because if you look at those four brands I've named, those four you know uh, Mexican beers, mm-hmm. their rollout of them has been flawless in the sense of you saw Corona led the way. Yeah. And Corona Light, Corona Premier. Yeah. And you get the Modelo. Now Pacifico, Victoria, growing like they set them up. Yeah. Almost like children following each other in high school. Yep. Yeah. Like, I'm going to follow your lead, and I'm going to grow, yep. and we're going to make the family so they, so they had an innovation pipeline yeah, for, yeah. for in so many reasons, and, whether correct. through acquisition or creation. Yes. And what's the, what's the Corona ABI situation? Um, so we we own Corona globally with the exception of the United States. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. That happened back when. Oh, so y'all getting the back. Don't look at me. I don't have the answers for this one. So globally, it's not as strong from a branding standpoint. No, no, globally, I mean, it's strong. Corona. It's, one, it's one of our top global brands for sure. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. okay. That's, and to, that's interesting. To that point of globally, I'd be remiss if we don't end this episode with at least shedding some light on three-tier distribution, which we have not talked about Please at all. Please talk about it, because I don't very know complicated. what the hell that is. So, it, it involves the mafia in so many words. <laughs> that's what you don't get in CPG, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I need the mafia every day I go to work. <laughs> so, to Ryan's point, yes, it is directly. You can't sell the mafia. That's, <laughs> I mean, hopefully, alcohol, hopefully they're not listening. It got But no. So essentially, right after prohibition, law was put into place whereas a producer cannot sell directly to a retailer. So therefore, the three tiers is producer, distributor, and retailer. Mm, Al Capone and them. The distributor represents, frankly, a lot of old white money. Yep. And a lot of people who kind of found their niche early on. So the same way we're talking about like history and heritage, mm-hmm. their distributors have been out here for 50, yeah. 70 years yeah. getting to the bag generation yep. after yep. generation. Yep. And all they do is essentially they're the plug in their market to simplify. So it. we need to start our own joints, what you saying? Correct. Okay. When I was down in Florida, when I was working for um, another telecom company, uh, uh, one company I sold to was a distributor for ABI and it was owned by one of the, one of the sons. It's one of your business accounts? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he was out there. I think he had his his own situation. I'm going to go into, but I like, got he, two yeah, moms. yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> 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 <Except laughs> the living. Um, uh, it wasn't that type of situation, though. Nah, I ain't but, uh, yeah, but uh, my kilos early. I figured. Yeah. All right. Any, <laughs> before we close out this episode, any, anything else on the racial dynamic? <laughs> 
Racial. Like what's something we don't know? What is the state of the blacks? Let me talk about the blacks. I'll get into it. I know because I would say I'm looking at Ryan right now and blacks drink spirits. I mean, like we like beer. You know, but like blacks like liquor. And beer, how, beer is a nice to have, but liquor is for everyone. Like how much of that is the is the proliferation of of ke- the kale culture? I like to call it, like where people are more like conscious of health and wellness and all of that. Like how much of that has changed? Because I feel I'm like beer has a bad rap because of the calories and the you know yeah. because of who's been stereotyped as the people that have traditionally enjoyed beer so to that point seltzers are a direct correlation to right. the better for, be. to the better for you gotta drinker be. gotta be i know all of us enjoy a good bar good cocktail however mm-hmm. you i know you guys have seen the what the call it the, the dry bars or the cocktailless bars yeah where you yeah, go yeah. And get the mocktails yeah. or whatnot yep. so that oh that that trend is now what a, what a overarching <laughs> the category but, I mean, but they also play this the same like kind of standard traditional marketing card right a lot of mm-hmm. some of the beer brands and the social brands obviously are probably doing uh claims marketing so they do like zero cal yeah yeah yeah, low cal, yeah. they have one in the whatever. portfolio always right mm-hmm. yeah yeah, so there's a lot of that going on too. Even like with Belvedere, I think they're doing some claim stuff too because they're produced from water um, in Poland. Mm-hmm. So like they can. That's what they say. That's what they say. Uh, <laughs> don't hold me to it. One percent water. So that, but um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I think that that um, alcohol is doing has been doing great with uh, with African Americans just mm-hmm. because like they've been a part of the culture since like day one. Mm-hmm. Like as if you look back into hip hop coming up. Like they were a part of the culture, it, it, yeah. and it's like now for for another category to come in and try to be a part of that culture, it's like oh, you got a lot of lifting to do. Yeah, you got to catch like, up. Well, yeah, like, I mean, you got the tequilas that are out there. I think Casamigos yeah. did a pretty good job with that, right? In terms of, because I would say I would say we don't really drink tequila like that. But see, this the thing, no. Did he try it? Did he did try it? Tried to tax this for it too. He, did. he tried to bust your head. He lowered it. Try to get you with that premium, and it did not work. I think that tequila also falls within the Mexican beer. Of course. It's, down in terms of of like, course. it's just yeah, a proliferation. Yeah, no. 100%. But you know what we do like and what I feel like turn me on to Casamigos? We like, when I say we, I mean the blacks. Mm-hmm. We like that word of mouth validation. Yes. And that's the only reason I want, how I found I out about home, it. I want my home, literally I got something at homecoming. Like I mm-hmm. want my homie to pass me something. I want somebody I trust yeah, 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 to, yeah, to trust put me on. It's just like a mixtape, yeah. boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, all, it's, it's that. Like it's, I, think that's, I think that's spot on. It's like word of mouth. But it's also for like a brand like Hennessy. So people are like, well, how did it happen? I think. They did, did a, that happen? Because I think, please. I think you I think you also raised a good <laughs> question around like. You got a lot to cry about. Connecting, connecting to culture. I think that's the thing that I think, mm-hmm. as a as a person in brand, is hard to do, or you have to figure out how to do, right? So that's yeah. the, that's the one thing that if you have to, if there's one thing you have to do, you have to figure out the connection to culture authentically. And no, authentic yeah. is over whatever word, that culture is, though, right? Because it's not necessarily like yeah, ours, not always. Yeah. Culture, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And For don't sure. get it wrong, like and coming from like a CPG lens, like sustaining it that's is just hard. Sustaining oh, it is hard too. Say, yeah, that's real. you're like you're down one year, you're up one year, but like Hennessy's done been like a part of the African American community for like a long time. <laughs> they were one of the first. They were the first spirits brand to advertise in Jet. Mm. So they have like oh, some, I feel like I've seen that. I didn't yeah, they have that. some history. Like I didn't know that. Yeah, they have some history in doing like what I would say more community engagement first, and then marketing second. I think that's what in terms of connection to you culture they did a, a lot of that. So they build the ground up first. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, get involved in community. Like we have. Um, I don't know if anybody knows Manny Gonzalez. He's like 
the mayor of like all of spirits but he um you know he would make a lot of connections in keeping the community ties open for you know partnerships and those kind of things um because you know they know hennessy is a supporter of um the community both hispanic and um, african-american so that's interesting you say that because i had a, a bottle of hennessy on my desk just like this and I just randomly wanted to do I'm, – I'm sick like this where I just ask people questions and take a tally in my head. So I asked at least five white guys in my, in my job. I was like, you ever have, like, cognac? Like, you ever had cognac before? But why'd you call it cognac and not ask them about Hennessy? The only reason why is okay. because <laughs> – the only reason why is because I wanted it to at least be neutral. Because, That's fair. You know That's what I'm saying? Like, because – that's fair. I just want to know if you even fucked with the category. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like, I don't care what. I just want to know if. I was just curious. No, right, you're good. They were <laughs> not one. They were like, well, you know, I do more of the whiskey or the bourbon kind I of deal. Because, you know, yeah. that's that's obviously the scotch. That's more, you know. It's rooted in their community, probably, they, in, well, in their culture. They, to your point, and the, and the people that have been producing it for 70 years, generational wealth, it's interesting. If you ever ask somebody. The whites about cognac, <laughs> you won't get a very like educational answer. Like they don't really yeah. have uh, any feeling towards it. They just it's not anything that's been on their radar. And I then think, there's and then there's like Jack Daniels in between, right? All so day, Jack Daniels all is day, like, all know, day. It it actually does really well with African made by a black guy. By but the way, it's made, that's the whole drama, <laughs> right? Uncle so you know what I'm saying that's the whole drama. I think they had like an issue with like um I think they were trying to figure out Black History Month, and I think it I don't remember if it, I think it kind of backfired on them. But like that whole yeah, should that whole story and that whole dynamic is a whole nother can of worms that they need to figure out in terms of this like connection to culture situation that 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 that's a challenge for them that's like a real like key Man, you problem black to solve people, you gonna win that they yeah. would do so gotta do the groundwork yeah. you gotta do the groundwork Ground gotta y'all wanna know another interesting um thing you gonna say your dad loves Hennessy no that would be interesting <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say for the record Mike's dad is white yes. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't think he drinks. I don't know. He, uh, he, he uh, looks he like does. he drinks. Beer. If you um, go back uh, 10 years, um, June 2019, you'll find a whole spread on Mike Summers in Jet Magazine. 2009. 2009. 2009. June 2009. Sorry. A spread. Years, a whole spread. Oh, I got a whole page. You got, hold on. You got multiple pages? I open that bitch. And I got a whole page. Oh, Mike Summers, 2009. I ain't seen it on IG. That shit don't exist, bro. Oh, it <laughs> right. exists. He going to pull it up and pull the magazine up. And shit. My mama still got it in the, in the, uh, her bedroom. Hey, you got to take a picture so we can post this on the <laughs> on the pod page. I'm done. It, it was a whole spread about like people graduating and ain't got no jobs. <laughs> Wait, was it? <laughs> it was a tough time. 2009, bro. Spring 09 was rough. It was like, look at this white black man. He didn't even got no job. <laughs> yeah, we're all screwed. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Amazing, amazing episode. We're going to... Uh, amazing, amazing episode. We're going to continue this conversation um, on this, the point .5. Yeah. On the .5 version. Um, so this will, this will conclude our episode 17 of the Marketing Misfits podcast. With our amazing guests who will continue with us in just a second. Um, I am Mike Summers. Sue Cornelius. Dave Smith. Ryan Chappelle. Joel Paulino. And tune in for the second half, man.